You've got ideas, you've got ambition, you've got no time, or so you think. I'm Marissa Lonick, and I help busy moms with big dreams and no time. Join me each week as I dive into time management strategies, goal setting and achieving framework, and inspiring guests who are juggling mom life, work life, fill in the blank life. Dreams don't work unless you do, and just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't still make it happen, whatever it means to you. Welcome to the Mama Work It podcast. Hello, mamas, and welcome back to the Mama Work It podcast. I am so glad you're here, and I know I basically say that every time I open up the show, but that is because it's freaking true. I am so happy to have you here, really and truly. Okay, so today's episode, we are focusing on how to handle anything and everything life throws at you through the four key pillars I'm going to teach you. This goes for any stressor, any major life-rattling event, any big bad news you might be shocked to receive or not shocked to receive, any unexpected curveball you get hit with, any crappy individual you may not be able to avoid 100% of the time, anything earth-shattering like a global pandemic many of us are still feeling the effects from, all of this. Because unfortunately, we cannot control all the things that are going to happen in our lives. We don't live in a bubble. We have kids who sometimes make dumb decisions. We have spouses who sometimes make dumb decisions. We have bosses we may not like or teachers we may not be fond of. We have health issues come up with people we care deeply about. We have acts of violence or car accidents or injustice or things that enter our realm sometimes that we wish didn't. And the only thing we can do when it comes to those situations is to know how to best manage them because we can't just make them disappear. So like I said, this week we are going to dive into my four pillars, four areas talking about how to not just handle these things when they pop up because they will but how to ensure you're living your best life through them. I'm so excited. Okay, first off, let's just take a minute to acknowledge where we're at today as this episode airs. It's July 2021, summer 2021, and I don't know about you, but this summer looks a hell of a lot different than last summer did for me in my house. Last year at this time, I was a full-time working mom without childcare, managing four kids under age seven at home while doing my best to also be a corporate executive during business hours. I had to juggle giving my kids a semi-normal summer without summer camps or play dates or even the ability to visit a pool because ours was closed. And let me just say, it gets hot where I live in the summer. While ensuring I could perform at work and not drop the ball on another thousand and one things I was managing there. To say this wasn't a stressful time would not only be a lie, it would be the furthest thing from the truth. But being the person I am and having done a ton of work in areas of personal development, time management, and prayer, lots of prayer, I not only made the situation work, 
I'll go as far as saying I made it work well. I not only survived last summer, I thrived in it. And it's because I implemented the four pillars I'm going to talk to you about today. Okay, so you're probably like, Marissa, you're mentioning these pillars, and girl, I want to know. Do tell. And yes, I am ready to share. So if you are listening in a place where you can write these down, I highly recommend you do so. And if you're not, then be sure to come back to this episode when you do so you can take some good notes because I'm going to give you gold here. And I want you to actually implement what I'm saying after today's show. So if you know me, you know I always say, if you want to actually make something happen and not just say you're going to make something happen, you need to write it down and schedule it in. So as you hear what these four pillars are, write them down and then get out your calendar and schedule them into your day. At this time last year, like I said, I was running Camp Lonic at home, trying my best to create some order in a very chaotic household while giving my kids a summer experience that didn't include hours upon hours of screen time while I tried to mom and work and work and mom all damn day. The thing is, even if you're the most organized human being on the planet, and by the way, I am not. You will burn out and probably want to hide in your bedroom in the fetal position during these incredibly stressful times because you're not tapping into the four pillars. Recognizing and nurturing these areas is absolutely crucial if you want to get through the hardest of the hard times in life. And this will also bring you to a much higher, happier, normal state when things are going just okay in your life too. And there's no major crisis happening. All right. So without further ado, here we go with the four key pillars you need to tackle any problem life throws at you. All right. Pillar number one, mindset. Now, when it comes to mindset, I want to start with this. Having a positive mindset doesn't mean you need to be positive all the time. You are allowed to have bad days. Life ebbs and flows. If you were winning every single day, that would start to not really feel like winning anymore. That would start to just feel like life. So for anyone who believes having a positive mindset must mean I'm positive all the time, it's just not true. What is true is that you recognize in situations that might be hard There's a silver lining. There's a reason. There is something there that you can draw from to bring you to a better headspace. And a simple way to do this is to replace the words have to with the words get to. Super easy. So for example, I have to work tonight because I was busy taking care of the kids during the day versus I get to work tonight because I was able to be there for my kids and have some fun. Do you see the difference here? The more you practice doing this, the more habitual this is going to feel, and the more habitual it feels, kind of like what I was saying with winning, the more it's just going to feel like life to you. And you'll be going through it with a mindset that will help you tremendously, even through challenging times. I'm going to mention a powerful quote here by the late author and mindset ninja, Wayne 
dire. Here it is. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I'm going to repeat that because I just love, love, love this quote when it comes to mindset. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So reviewing here, our first pillar is having a positive mindset, and you can easily try shifting your mindset when you feel those negative vibes creeping in by simply replacing the word have with the word get in whatever it is you're saying. Next, we are moving on to pillar number two. Pillar number two is self-care. Let's talk about this. First, I want to ask, what does self-care even mean to you? What I often hear from moms is that self-care is a mani-pedi or a massage or a vacation. And listen, don't get me wrong. Those things are absolutely self-care. They totally count as self-care. A good mani-pedi for me or a massage or a vacation checks off self-care in my book any given day. But self-care can also be a lot of other things. Self-care can be journaling or creative writing or blogging. It can be exercising or taking a nap. It can be organizing your closet. It can be working on your side hustle. Self-care looks different to different people. And it even looks different on different days and in different seasons and maybe even different times of day. Self-care probably looks different to you on different days or even at different times of day. Basically, what you need to remember is that self-care is whatever makes you feel whole again in that moment. I would highly encourage you to think of all the things that make you feel good, make you feel fulfilled. Is it reading? Is it decluttering and organizing your closet? Is it journaling, creative writing? Is it going for a run, a hike? Is it meditating? The most important thing is that after you do one of those things or whatever brings you that self-care, you feel refreshed. So even though you have some free time and you might think you just want to binge watch your favorite Netflix show, and that's fine if that's what makes you feel whole again, sometimes that makes me feel whole. But if that doesn't make you feel whole, if after binge watching that, you're going to feel crappy and not more refreshed then head over to your brainstormed list that you're about to make, right? And do one of those things instead. You cannot pour from an empty cup. If you are not filling your cup with some form of self-care every single day, it's going to start to evaporate. It's going to start to get all dried up. And like a flower, it's going to start to lose petals. It's going to start to lose drive. It's going to start to lose motivation to want to keep going. I think as moms, we are all by nature helpful people, right? We can often forget to take care of ourselves and just focus on others around us who always pretty much need our support. And the bottom line is if you don't feel good, if you don't feel good, you can't do good. If you're not at optimal capacity, how can you give optimal service to those around you? Every airline is not wrong when they say, put your oxygen mask on first, so you can in turn help those around you. Take care of you so you can best take care of others. 
especially when a crisis or problem happens in your life and they need you most. All right. So we've got mindset as pillar number one. We've got self-care as pillar number two. And now we're moving on to pillar number three. Pillar number three is one of my faves, and it is all about self-awareness. Now, you may think you know yourself well enough, and what I think is that, A, there is always more to learn, and B, you are always evolving and changing, so don't stop learning. Now, how do you learn about yourself? A few ways. The easiest and simplest one is just to stop and notice. As moms, our brains are often cluttered, maybe even hoarder status, with a lot of dates to remember, tasks to complete, events to attend, lists to check off. That mental load is heavy. Clearing some space to just stop and be present helps us get centered, get grounded, And notice what's happening internally, how we're responding to things, how we're reacting to things, how we're feeling, patterns that are coming up in regular behaviors. One big reason when I created the Word to Your Mother, A Mama's Guide to Journal Today and Slay Tomorrow was to ensure moms gave themselves those few minutes of reflection a day to notice those things. So even for moms like me, by the way, who aren't necessarily avid journalers or great meditators, we can still gain the benefits of taking a few minutes a day to dig into that space and create more self-awareness. Another way to really learn more about yourself is to take an assessment. And there are so many options out there to choose from. There's the DISC. There's the Enneagram the love languages, the languages of appreciation, just to name a few. Many of these are free just by Googling and will spit out the results to you almost instantaneously. And I'll pop a few links of those in the show notes so you can check them out after listening to this episode. So what's the big deal with knowing who you are, like who you really are as a person? Well, the more you know about you, The better you can communicate, the deeper your relationships will be, the more resilient you'll be able to be when it comes to handling whatever stressors life throws at you. And if you know, you know. You know the best way to handle things without ruffling your feathers. Think about it. You likely know many people in your life this well. Their behaviors are often predictable for you. And by knowing that, you'll often choose how or when or what you share with them to make the situation more comfortable or beneficial. Getting to know yourself is a similar way to manage that, right? Get to know yourself and I promise you, you will be able to live a happier life no matter what happens. Oh girl, we are coming in on our fourth and final pillar here. Are you ready for it? Yes, let's go. Pillar number four is Communication. Communication is like the most important foundational skill you can have in life. Good communication will bring you almost everything you want. 
from a healthy relationship with your partner to a good deal on a new car to maybe even some better cooperation from your toddler, although I would not necessarily put money on that last one. And I have an amazing formula that I'm going to share with you right now that has helped hundreds of mamas I've worked with get them what they need more effectively, more efficiently, without the frustration, stress, and fighting that comes along when you're feeling resentful or alone or like the weight of this mom life is on your shoulders. Okay. Are you ready for this magic? Yes. Let's do it. This is called the I Mommy Method. A-Y-Y Mommy Method. I love this because it's super simple, just three steps. And like I said, it works. So here it is. Are you ready? I hope you've got your pen out and you're taking some notes here. The A, the A stands for ask. Literally, that's it. Ask for what you need. And to break this down even further, ask specifically for what you need. Don't be vague. Don't be indirect. Just ask point blank for the exact thing you need. For example, if you're feeling like you don't get enough help around the house, ask for that support. But don't just say, hey, will you help me clean up the house? Say, hey, will you vacuum the floors or will you wash the dishes or will you fold the laundry? Be specific and ask for what you need. Letter A is for ask. The first why is for why. Why do you need what you're asking for? Tell the person that. Tell them the reason so they really understand how helpful this request will be. For example, I am finding it so hard to keep up with the laundry and the household chores, I'm feeling really overwhelmed, right? Exemplify this. So the A to review, the A is for ask, the first Y is for why. And finally, the second Y stands for you. And I don't mean you, listener. I mean you, the person you're talking to, your audience. When you're communicating a request to anyone, you should always ask yourself, what's in it for you? And again, I mean them, your audience. So what's in it for them? Are they going to get extreme satisfaction folding that laundry because they love laundry? Maybe, but probably not. So what can you do to make this request one that they wouldn't want to refuse? Can you offer something in return? Can you sweeten the deal? For example, you can watch sports while you fold that laundry and have full control of the remote. I will not argue with you about watching Real Housewives of Anywhere. Promise. Or, if you help me with this, I'll help you with that. All right, so you get what I'm saying, right? Let's quickly review that iMommy method. A is for ask. Y is for why. Y is for you. Okay, so we have hit our four pillars that will help us through any icky thing we are facing. Let's review one more time what those four pillars are. We have pillar number one, which is mindset. We have pillar number two, which is self-care. 
We have pillar number three, which is self-awareness. And we have pillar number four, which is good communication. I am just scratching the surface with these pillars on today's episode. And there is a lot more on this that we dive into in my coaching program, my books, my courses. And if you know me, you know I focus a lot on time management. But here's the thing, ladies. The best way to be productive, the best way to slay the day, the best way to get shit done is to feel good doing it. If you don't feel good, you can't do good. So focusing on these areas and really elevating our mood, our systems, our demeanor, our aura, our environment, our relationships, our physical and mental health, our understanding, our knowledge, all of this is absolutely crucial. If we want to be the best version of ourselves and ultimately live our best life. So if you want to learn more and dive even deeper into concepts like these and learn how to slay the day and feel damn good doing it, mama, I would love to have you join one of our programs. And even more exciting, we've got a free five-day experience coming up in just a few weeks. And I'm going to link it in the show notes and I would love for you to be there. It is going to be so packed with great content like today's and I'm going all out for this, you guys. We have giveaways, we have freebies, we have discounts. I am so excited to make this happen for you. So I hope you will join us for the Time Management 5-Day Experience that will take you from overwhelmed to empowered, even if you're a busy AF working mama. I hope to see you there. I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Mama Work It podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and would love if you could take a quick minute to leave me a review on whichever platform you're listening from and maybe even send a note to a fellow mama friend recommending it. Reviews and recs help this podcast grow and reach more like-minded, awesome moms. And if you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to click that button so we can stay in touch, girl. By the way, if you haven't checked out the Mama Work It website, please do. There are lots of free resources and great articles there that can help you with the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. So head on over. Thanks again for being part of the tribe. I'll see you soon, but in the meantime, keep on working it, mama.